Right. I thought the movie was on. Incorrect. Correct. Star Wars apologist. Watch the movie Goodest. And with that, we're... Watch the movie Goodest? (laughs) More coffee! And welcome back to Geeks with Kids, your bi-weekly podcasts about geeky things from a parenting point of view. I'm one of your hosts, Eric. And joining me this week are... Who? Spears. And Mark. And, um... Yeah, sorry about not editing the Battlefront podcast, but I'll probably, you know, put that out right before this one. It's Christmas. We've been doing family things, hence the kids thing. Mm. Yeah. You'll probably hear some kids uh, stomping around upstairs. Am I very quiet in this? I don't know. sound like quiet in the You sound wicked loud in my earphones. Good. That's what I wanted. I want it right in your ear. You want it to be booming in my ear? Yes. It's a little boomy. (laughs) He's going to die a little bit right now. (laughs) You can feel his soul melting. I wonder how many people are visualizing what I'm visualizing. Um, At least... Snoke naked? (laughs) I was thinking about that beefcake scene we were talking about earlier. (laughs) Oh, dear. So, like, every year, at this time of year... Like every year at this time of year. Anyway, we're gonna do our yearly po- are Star those Wars gummy podcast. bears. These are gummy colas. Would you like a gummy cola? <laughs> Here, just take the bag. No, not you the whole bag. Give it to- back. <laughs> <laughs> oh, give it back. Empty. So, mm, so since, this, since it's twenty seventeen, <laughs> barely, <laughs> barely, we're this, close. This is an episode year, so we get an episode this year. We got episode eight. Nice. Sort What's of. it called? The Last Jedi. Right, it's on my shirt. Yeah, look the down, last, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> the Last Jedi, which was directed by Ryan Johnson and written by Ryan Johnson. He who wrote Brick and Looper. That was one of our children dropping Olay. something. Or one of our wives. It could have been our wives. Hopefully not. Hopefully um, it wasn't one of the wives dropping one of the children. <laughs> that was a very clattery sound. I don't for- hear screaming, so everything's okay. Uh, it could have been... Like teeth. Have you, have you seen Game of Thrones? When <laughs> what's his name gets killed? Only one of mine has enough teeth to make that sound. Yeah. The Short answer no. The yeah, that's a little I know. You should watch it. It's very good. It has a, a complete plot and you know, some threads that actually go somewhere. So let's go let's talk about <laughs> I sense a segue coming. <laughs> let's talk about The Last Jedi, that movie that just came out about two weeks ago. Um two weeks? Three weeks now? I don't know. Maybe Two and three. a half. <clears throat> Excuse me. Um, yeah, so this film has been very divided amongst the fans, at least. All the um, Exactly two weeks ago. All 15th. The, yeah, yeah. All of the um, critics seem to love it. Most of them, at least. It's They're paid, too. Yeah, but you know what? They don't have to say they like it. You get more, you get more invites if you're honest. I don't know. When was the last time they panned a Disney movie? I don't know. They don't, they don't necessarily pay uh, people to go to the theater. Beauty and the Beast screening. wasn't very well reviewed. Also, it was not very good. It was all right. No, it was. Uh, a Disney movie. No, it was all right. It wasn't great. It was you know all what's right. great about adding uh, new live action elements? The plague. <laughs> what? They added a plague subplot. Yeah. yeah, what? A little bit. Yeah, you should watch it. Oh, it's, that would be. What was there like a song? Period accurate. Okay. <laughs> was, there was sort of a song, wasn't there? About the plague? <laughs> sort of. <laughs> it was very confusing and really bad. Um, so, um, Take them well, who sang it? <laughs> were, were, were there, was uh, there like a subplot with plague carrying rats? <laughs> it was Michael Klein, wasn't it? Who sang that 
Plaguey I don't even dying remember. wife song? The plague killed someone's wife uh, in Beauty and the Beast. <laughs> the um, historical mom. note for you: the plague killed a lot of people's wives. <laughs> well, yeah, but 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 the, it, it, it's a live action cartoon with with dancing candelabras and such. Mm. And not a immune to the plague. Horrible Ewan McGregor French accent. Wasn't the worst French accent I've ever heard. It was probably one of them. He's married to a French woman. It should not have been that bad. Is he still? Maybe she has a horrible French accent. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, so Star Wars. Star Wars. (laughs) So this is episode eight. Leading to the, you know, the finale. Where all the secrets from episode seven were. Nope. Nope. No, they weren't. Let's let's, let's just let's just start off with a. A short. Did I like it or did I not? Mark, go. Short. <laughs> sure. Say yes or no. Yes or no. I enjoyed the movie. I didn't think it was a Star Wars movie. Spears. I enjoyed it very much. I think it is a fine example of a Star Wars film and not a bad template for the future Star Wars films. Too long. You should speak into your mic. Um, <laughs> I know, you, I know you're, dire- you're, you're directing that at Mark for some reason. There's going to be a fight in my basement. <laughs> be a short fight. It would be a short fight. <laughs> I don't need one. <laughs> oh, fair enough. I'll, I'll clear some space so you don't hit my computer. Um, I Strike was... me down and I'll become more powerful than crack. Oh. <laughs> um, I thought I was, you know what? The second time I saw it, I was, I liked it better than the first. Like, despite well, despite all my qualms with it, it's all right. It's not, it, it, it feels weird. That's, I, that's the best way to describe it. I didn't like... A lot of people are like, because I have a lot of criticisms of, criticisms of it, they think I automatically hated it. And I didn't. Mm. I didn't hate The Force Awakens, but I had a lot of criticisms, criticisms of it. Same. I like the prequels. I have a lot of criticisms of those, too. <laughs> yeah, that, that's fair. You know, like, um, <laughs> I don't, I don't criticisms, think... Criticisms, not for the fair of you liking it. I, I don't <laughs> think any Star Wars movies are going to feel as Star Warsy for us as those original three. You know what? I think well, the prequels felt star warsy they just weren't written well no they weren't written like well the but over- they do feel star warsy you have that vibe i think yeah. i think it's more that when i saw the prequels i knew they were going somewhere <laughs> where it felt like they knew where they were going because well, he had written that overarching story right yeah that despite how written. badly he wrote it i think when the prequels were conceived george lucas was looking to make a six film Cycle about the rise and fall of Darth Vader. Well, and in that regard, that they were great. But now we need to move. The series needs to move past that yeah. because we're out of Skywalkers. Yeah, no, not no, we're really, not. Not really, because the because Ben is a <laughs> one could argue. One could argue that Ben slash Kylo is the central character of these three movies. He is. And he like, is a Skywalker. Like, if you listen to Kathleen Kennedy talk about the episode film, she said that it's always about the Skywalker clan. That's what will make it an episode. Mm-hmm. Um, so, so what I like about these films, these new ones, is that... <laughs> hi! <laughs> that was one of our kids. Um, I think that might have been one of Matt's yeah, kids. Yeah, I, 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 I think that was Clark. I was just saying hi. Um, I like that this these new ones, the the Skywalker is is Ben. Um, I think what the prequels could have benefited from these films is, you know, it's it's, cent- it's centering around Anakin, but it didn't have to be from his. He didn't have to be the main main person. Like it shouldn't. It didn't have to follow his story. 
Like if you yeah. watch the 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 um how to make the how to make the prequels not suck, I keep on showing Spears these. Is this the belated media ones? Yeah, the, the one. what if episode whatever was good? One, two, and three, yeah. Yeah. They he followed Obi Wan on his journey, but Anakin was a central story, like a central character. Yeah. Like it was about his fall. I think that's a way you could have made the there's lots of ways you could have made the prequels work better mm-hmm. than they did. But I would argue that they were more Star Warsy than definitely The Last Jedi, possibly The Force Awakens. Well, in what I in think, what way? I think it'll it'll the, depend on the feel. third in the last one, right? If the last one doesn't pay off these two films, then I can. Well, that's that part sure. of the problem too. You're waiting for a payoff, which doesn't happen in the Last Jedi. You don't get a payoff in the Last. Well, Jedi. you shouldn't. Oh, I, a, I think we, there's some specific points on which there is payoff. Which points? I think we we get at least a theory of Ray's parentage, which advances the Ray's parentage plotline from seven. Advances a plot, not pays off a plot. Well, it's the second movie in a three movie arc. <laughs> yeah, but usually storylines come to an end, and the way they do it in this. So movie, wait, so wait, hold on, it, it, hold on, hold okay, on, hold okay, on, hold on, okay, all right, hold on. You're getting a little excited. I am. You're getting a little excited. Okay. The way they do it in this movie, it's it leaves as many doors open as it does closes anything. I think so that's they're a like, good thing. It could be a good thing. But my point is they did that with all of the plot threads. It's kind of like they went into this movie going, I don't know what I'm doing. And so they didn't really do anything. Okay, they, they resolved the Finn plot line with uh, Phasma pretty definitively. No, not necessarily. If, if, if she's the this Boba is, Fett of this, this series, This is just equally as survivable as what she went through in the first one. Well, also, and, and Finn, who was like suddenly heroic at the end of the last one, is now a coward again. Oh, and then heroic again. So there, his there, character hasn't advanced. His character is exactly in the same place it was at the end of The Force Awakens. But, yeah. Throughout this movie, the only character advancement you really get is Rey and Kylo. And that was done really well. Mm-hmm. I'll give Ryan Johnson yeah. credit for that. Rey and Kylo in this film were fantastic. And yeah. like it or hate it, they resolved Luke. Yeah, I think there's yeah. a lot more dislike than there is like in that one. Yeah, I Luke felt off for me. Like we were talking about this earlier. Like his first, his first scene felt off, and then it just. I think if they if they, he didn't throw that lightsaber, I think I would have liked it more. Uh, it just seems so. Me and me and Matt or Jay or Spears or Fred or someone Spears. talked about it earlier. <laughs> Spears is fine. Spears is fine? Spears. He called himself Spears at the beginning, so, yeah. you know. We um, discussed it earlier, and that one item mm-hmm. is probably the most... That should evoke the biggest response from Luke. It was the first thing he got from Ben. That was that was his introduction to the Jedi original Order. Uh, the original Ben. Obi-Wan. Mm-hmm. And... Yeah, that was his introduction to the ways of the Jedi. Not to mention, that is the only link he had to his father. And his hand. And his hand. (laughs) (laughs) And the heady days on Bespin. (laughs) But, like, that item would have... The response, I think, for Luke would have been different. Either, like, Spears had suggested possibly handing it back to Rey Mm -hmm. and saying... You could have an awesome Hamill monologue about how, you know, this is in the past. This is not where the Jedi need to go or anything like that or any response. But just like flippantly throwing it over his shoulder was like another in a train of silly gags in the film, which just 
didn't land right for me. Well, let, let's pause on uh, Luke. Let's talk about these um, these gags, which there were a lot in these films, like especially more so in this film than the last one. How did that play off for you guys? For me, the gags made me feel like for probably the first hour to an hour and a half of a two and a half hour movie, I felt kind of more like I was watching a Star Wars parody than I was watching Star Wars. So things like the weird milky cow boob in like space cow boob thing, that was wholly unnecessary. And then there was... Then there was... um, Oh, just like the on hold thing, yeah. With Poe at the the beginning, I was like, uh, that gag just went on uh, a little a, a little hair too, too long. A little, yeah. Like I don't know, I, there was a hair too long, and you start going, uh, and then it carried on even longer. And yeah. you're like, uh, yeah. it was good for the first like couple seconds. Oh, for two like, seconds, it's funny, but for a minute and a half, it's like this is not funny anymore. It, I got the gag. You know, the gag was kind of funny, but I think the problem with how long it goes on is it makes the First Order look incompetent, which yeah. is, well, I think, it, what makes it seem like a parody. That's that's part of the problem. Yeah. They seem kind of like they're fighting Dark Helmet and his boys from <laughs> Spaceballs more than, <laughs> more, more than they seem like they're fighting like this intimidating for, First Order led by this crazy Force Wizard guy. We oh, don't know man. too much about You know what I mean? Like it took Have away the Rick gravity of the situation. Uh, he's, he's still retired, unfortunately. Oh, I think he'd come out. He'd come out of retirement. Would you guys um, think of Hux then? Like um, he did seem a little more, um, I don't know, goofy. It's and, a, well, he's back and forth. Like he's got some moments that are fantastic. Mm-hmm. Like, I think he's acted very well. I yeah. think he's written patchy. Yeah. So in parts, you're like Hux is this kind of competent, very. Um, ruthless first order general yeah but then in other parts he seems kind of like one of the three stooges i'll admit there's a a little bit more curly than mo there's a part in the last act that made me laugh out loud and it's the moment where he and uh, kylo ren are together in the shuttle and kylo wants to land to fight (laughs) and he's like well do you think that's a good idea i mean we could just and then kylo just dismissively like force backhands him like into the wall Laughed out loud. I also like the part right before that where he's like, do you think we've got him? (laughs) (laughs) But see, that was good, though. That was good because Hux had the... Hux was on at least equal footing to Kylo in that argument. I think after after the scene where Kylo's weakened after the sword fight and Hux is maybe going to shoot him, Mm. from there on, you can't play Hux for Mm -hmm. laughs anymore. No. And they did. They shouldn't. They still tried to... It's the gags that threw me out like if it's funny like it had to be like it felt had to feel natural like in the original trilogy the four five and six the humor was natural it didn't come out of stupid little things like the well that's just it um the other one those like what were they like the force guardians or whatever those weird little frog nuns the frog nuns well, the on the frog yeah. nuns on, on Acto, Acto. where <laughs> they like the gags they kept playing with the fact that they don't like Ray or whatever. Like, do that once. I thought it was cute. It was like, yeah. Well, no, the thing I think is, that, it was, was cute, right. and then it got too cute. I don't, there ah, were two. Was there was just yeah, there was, was only twice. Once where she blows a hole in the wall, and then once where she drops that giant stone thing at if them. If they did a third time, it would have been too much for me. I, I felt it was too was much fine. after yeah. the second. The one. gag with Chewie and the porgs, I think, was great. The uh, the one where Chewie's at the campfire. 
Yeah, that, that, that reminded me of the funny. original trilogy. Yeah, like he that had the same totally tone. Eaten them. Yeah, he should have eaten we, them. We don't know if he didn't. He, he, he just, didn't. I'm sure oh, there's going to be a novel like Chewy. taking us through Chewie's thought process. Mm-hmm. Chewie's got. <laughs> it's just called Portastic. The Chewie, <laughs> <laughs> Chewie on Octo. <laughs> there better be a cookbook coming from I, uh, the Star Last Wars. Jedi cookbook. I think another one that people thought I would have a lot of problem with was the pork. I didn't really have a problem with the Ewoks though, so I don't know why the I didn't pork have a would be with the porks. I thought they were okay. I thought maybe featuring one a little bit later in the movie was kind of pointless, but it's kind of cute for the kids to smile at, which is kind of like what yeah, Jar Jar was around for. It wasn't like Jar Jar. Um, no, it wasn't as abrasive as yeah, Jar Jar by any It was well stretch. executed. Yeah. The porgs executed differently could have could have gone in a Gungan direction. Mm-hmm. I, for, I still think it's awesome that though they had to include them in the movie for like environmental reasons. <laughs> it was, it was the, there was a bunch of puffins on Skellig Michael, I think the name mm-hmm. of the island is, and these puffins are like protected and endangered and so forth. And when they went to try and digitally edit them out of the movie, so you didn't see puffins literally everywhere, they saw money it was, signs instead. It was, it was way too <laughs> difficult. And I'm I'm just assuming some Disney sketch artist was like playing with a puffin one day. And he was like. I have a great idea. I don't. We see- can make like a space puffin penguin thing, and make it fuzzy and sell millions. I don't think it, it would have been too hard to take them out. It well, just th- they been- said it was. It, they found it actually easier to um, insert a digital model of a porg because over I the guess top it, of the then I guess puffin the than to the try. And, yeah, yeah, than to band aid so. everything. So I get that. Yeah, Doing a bit sure. of digital editing myself, I could see how it might be easier to just go. Hey, let's put this insanely cute easily marketable thing right over top of all of these puffins well, so yeah but they didn't they didn't mm-hmm. have enough of a impact on the movie that it would be a really bothersome thing that's fair um, could you imagine them finding like an undersea city of them at the end a little porg holding a ball up okay. and being like peace we don't need any more <laughs> underwater things for uh this movie. Why am I so There's always a bigger then? fish. Yeah, uh, <laughs> see that, that that was a badly played joke in the prequel, but it was. And there's I, don't, the I jokes didn't mind it at the right. time. Like it's one of the few quotable lines from the prequels. It's true, but mm. you know it's hard to make Liam Neeson do anything bad. Episode yeah. eight gave us some good quotables. Though. He's gotten a little bit repetitive later yeah. in his career, but whatever. He he stopped doing action films now, so he's retired. At least this is his last one. Whatever. It's called Taken Transporter. Or I'm a mailman. <laughs> the commuter, or like that. Commuter, that's the one. <laughs> I'm a mailman. <laughs> Sorry, my bad. Um, that th- sounds good. <laughs> did you guys want to go over themes, or did you actually just want to start at the beginning and see what we liked and what we disliked? Because I thought the the beginning of the film was one of my favorite parts in all of the Star Wars films. The escape, like the initial escape from the planet, uh, up until you know the the call. On hold for General Huck, no. Yeah. <laughs> and then the bombers that go After that like was two, two uh, miles uh, every 40 minutes. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. But that had consequences, How did you get though? something slower and worse than a Y-Wing as a bomber? Because yeah. they were like the slowest, yeah. gangliest things in the original uh, yeah, series. I, I never understood how And these were things. worse. Yeah. They looked like souped-up B-Wings, and I expected them to move kind of in the same they way. Why, why couldn't they use B-Wings? It's one of the coolest-looking spaceships ever. Yeah, Probably because they, they, they wanted to market something new. Or uh, maybe yeah, they, they wanted to give it a new feel. But they, they needed a bomber, like, they needed a bomber to scale with this B-wing juggernaut is. thing. Yeah. But a B-Wing's good for, like, you would need a lot of B-Wings to... The ridiculous number of bombs on each one of these... Sh- Bombers, <laughs> like, 
that is no well sh- beyond what you could carry on a starfighter. For fighter. some odd reason, these bombers also had no shields because <laughs> they seemed to go well, down. And, and they also yeah. were like open air to space, which I'm not sure how Rose's sister lived as long as there, she there, did. There was a um, force um, force field. So they have a shield there, but nowhere else. Yeah, so it's yeah, not, that's, that's practical. <laughs> it's just so that the so the the for some other reason I read all the cross sections already. Because <laughs> uh, so you're scarier. <laughs> the uh, the bombs were held there magnetically, and then um, it shot them down. So it wasn't gravity. It didn't look. It's I like a railgun cut. It was like a railgun exactly. So that's how they were. That shot sounds down. like something they came up with afterwards to explain <laughs> what was going on. But yeah, no, it was effective though. Like the thing. The interior shots are reminiscent of the inside of a B-2 bomber in a World War II film, yeah, which is and I think Star that's what Wars they were going yeah. for. Um, B-2 bombers were way after World War II. You're thinking like a Lancaster or a B-24. That's exactly what I'm thinking of. We're going we're gonna to edit this, so I say... or something. Yeah. Crystal's going to just cry. Oh. B-2 <laughs> bombers are kind of current. They're, they're currently used by the U.S. Crystal, military. Peter, I'm sorry. <laughs> But yeah, I thought that I thought that whole sequence was really cool. Like, despite them losing the whole fleet, that um, was good though. It, it, was good, it was a good. It was a good consequence. Yeah. What did I you guys think of the new good. massive ships? Like the dreadnought made no sense. There was no. Why was it, it flat? Like all the other star star destroyers, kind of like well, slope. Maybe would, when they realized people kept flying starfighters through the bridges, they should maybe make the bridges well, less it, hittable. It still had a like. It still had raised the, the bridge. thing in the back. Yeah. But otherwise, it was like a piece of space pizza. I, I, I know. I never... I didn't get it. And why do they keep making them bigger? They're already way bigger than anything that the Resistance Alliance Republic has. Why yeah, do... Because they're not, they're not useful against small pilots. <laughs> they, they, <laughs> they keep, they keep yeah. making these massive ships that don't work. And they're like, I know. You know why? A bigger, they're more not worky ship. Compensating. Oh, <laughs> it's a small equipment thing. Yeah, it's, it's I get you. Um, All right. It was it was cool, like seeing on that they, bridge. Uh, that no, I, said, I thought it looked neat. It just didn't make any sense to me as to why they, they brought came. it there to destroy the base. They thought they were going to get the rebels while they were on the ground. But that's yeah. literally what Star Destroyers but it's also were designed fleet, for. They called it a planetary fleet bombardment, killer, right? So yeah. it's supposed oh. to kill uh, big ships to capital yeah. ships. But that's what Star Destroyers do. Yeah. Well, evidently not, and given the like la- the next two hours of movie. <laughs> well, yeah. There's another problem. So you're doing my job for you. Yeah. I don't even, so, for so me. I don't even need to be here. Let's go back to that uh, escape. What do you guys think of it? Other than the like, it was okay. I liked it. Plus, we got to see a Carrie Fisher's kid. Yes. Yeah. That was I like cool. That really strong prominent. opening sequence. Mm-hmm. That was kind of cool. Mm-hmm. I don't know. It's, I don't know. I think that the Poe thing with the phone call happened a little too, yeah, a little too quick. That you're like, I was just getting mm-hmm. into it, and then all of a sudden, I'm like, seriously, that's ca-? well. I kind of went, <laughs> and then as the joke just lingered, I kind of like, Ugh. well, I, I'm glad. Like, I'm then glad things that started the, blowing up though. Then things started blowing up, which which yeah. was good because then I started forgetting about the phone call, and then <laughs> yeah. we got a giant water bag, um, uh, fin that was just leaking all over the place, and I thought that was. It was all right. I think that joke was all yeah. right, I guess. It didn't play too long. Yeah. It was close. I wish it had been a little a little less slapsticky, and I think it was the first well, indication of the choppy editing style. Because yeah, we go from so. Finn waking up to he has a funny fall down in his hospital room, cut to more space fighting in action, cut to, oh, hey, there's a dude leaking in here. Hey, I know that guy. Oh, wait, like, wait. Can we go back on one thing? Sure. That one part when Poe's... Um, X-Wing, like, does the slow, like, um, 
slide thing and then the drift the other way the drift yeah that was so cool <laughs> <laughs> oh both times i saw a it, I lot like, of the stuff in the like starfighter space fight scenes looked really awesome if you could only do it in <laughs> battlefront too well, you the, can the starfighter in battlefront is amazing we could do well, it no, you can't do the drift we could do an, a whole <laughs> We could do a whole another episode. Maybe we need a loot about- crate where I can drift. <laughs> <laughs> no, because that would only like the drop flavor once text every is, ten thousand or something. Like- <laughs> we could do a whole other episode strictly on things they should have included in Battlefront and didn't. Well, may this yet. This is though. about the last. May yet. Yeah, probably for forty nine ninety nine downloadable content. Hopefully, they're um, they're going to continually update despite the numbers continually dropping. Yeah, there's getting less and less people on there. I live the time, my apparently. life a quarter parsec at a time. <laughs> <laughs> I don't understand. <laughs> it's like Fast and the Furious. <laughs> no, the no, I meant, the- I, meant, I meant the parsec thing. Are we doing the Star Wars parsec or the real life parsec? There's a real life parsec? Yep, look it up. It's cool. Anyway. Um, Google is your friend. Finn. So Finn Finn comes into our lives and he's uh he's all leaky. He's leaky. And, uh, he's 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 thinking about Ray. He's thinking about yeah. Ray. So that I thought was well done. He's the thinking wake about Ray until he's not. Then he suddenly forgets Ray and he's onto a new piece of equipment. Onto Rose? Onto Rose. I like Rose. Rose. I yeah. thought Rose was awesome because she really shows you the heart of the resistance. Mm-hmm. That's where, what this movie did, I think, better than any Finn? other Star Wars film. Mm. No, I think was Rose show- did. Showed you the heart of the Alliance. And Leia did, but the movie as a whole. I don't know, I don't Luke know was pretty much that. the heart of the. That's true, but Ro- like Rose stood in for like the rank and file. Kind yes, of. Yeah, the one yeah, thing yeah, that yeah, the yeah. Star Wars movies haven't done very well up until now is really show you the view from the grunts or how the common folk of the galaxy see the conflict. Was she an engineer? Yeah, I she was like a. I wasn't sure why she was. She sitting said down she was there. a maintenance worker. Oh, okay, I wasn't. Which, sure. uh, no, no, Which I thought, I thought it was of, like a repair. She doesn't. She say like, like she repairs stuff and shocks people that are trying to run away. Yeah, yeah. basically. Yeah, which Finn was doing again. That yeah. that really annoyed that me. Bothered I me think too. they should have had Finn be a bit more consistent. And I need to rewatch, but you it do. does seem like a bit of a, a bit of a relapse to so, where yeah. he was in the middle well, of and episode. The thing was, I had so many problems with Finn in the first movie. Mm-hmm. I wasn't a big Finn supporter in the first movie, See, and I had I hope that he would be like evolve into I, something. Did we and actually I felt talk like about didn't. this, or did we talk about it previously? I think what you your and issue I, was because I don't think the listeners may have been in this conversation. Um, I think <laughs> I think I talked about it when I talked to you guys about Force Awakens a long time ago. But I in a podcast far felt far away that, huh? that Finn was on iTunes. <laughs> <laughs> I always felt that Finn was. They could have done more of them. I didn't really like his growth in the first one. I thought it was a bit wooden and a bit, and not. This isn't a commentary on John Boyega so much as a a way that the character was written, and I wanted to see more progression from him. And I was hoping I would get that in Episode Eight, and I didn't. Oh, I they, think they did man, the opposite. No, he didn't progress at all. I think he did. No, how? Because after after he, he's, he's shocked he, and he was into- less subtle in his running away. Is that what it was? Okay, I'll. I will grant the running away At, thing. So after someone forcibly made him not run away, I think by the time after someone forcibly not made him run away, I his think, character no, in suddenly switched. I think the idea is that by going through the Rose's journey with Rose and seeing for the first time, because remember he's he's a child soldier who has never seen anything really outside being a stormtrooper. Yeah. When he sees the suffering of the common people on that world that Rhodes takes him to, 
uh, Canto yeah. Bite. Yeah. I don't know if that's the name of the world or the name of that, like, city. The city, thing. but... That whole sequence I loved, but I think I didn't. I, in uh, terms of was, in terms of Finn's journey, I think now that I think that he suddenly sees the stakes in the fight, which is why when he goes to when he gets into that confrontation with Phasma, I think that's why it rings true when he set, when he identifies himself as a rebel scum. He hasn't just fallen in, and he's not just chasing Ray anymore. He's adopted the cause as his cause, and I think that's a solid arc for him. You're a bad man. What? Am I a bad man? You're a bad good man. <laughs> I'm a good man. Eric has chosen to mm, enhance the conversation. Tea bag. With tea? tea? Um, That's what it's called, tea bag. I do. I, I agree with Spears about um, Finn's arc, despite him going backwards at the beginning of the film. Um, I need to rewatch. He did. I think Rose brought out that more resistance side of him. To not, a degree. To a degree. I, it, it, it's not as much as he should have been. He was that hero at the end of yeah, episode seven, ish. but he sort of wasn't because he was just really going for Ray. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. And I well, still that's, like John that's the thing, though. Oh, I think I think John Boyega is playing the character well. I don't think they've written the character well. And if you hadn't gone to get alcohol, you would have heard that. He would have. <laughs> uh, hopefully, he's, uh, hopefully he'll be played out really well in the next one. Oh, less than that for me, please. Small. That works. That, I think it's pretty much the same, but um, <laughs> a little lower. That'll work. Two hundred dollars. Yeah, yeah. A sip. Uh, to 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 Star Wars. To Star Wars. To Star Wars. We're we're having uh, Che Vec, which is a single. Wait, is it a single malt? I don't know. This it's, is delicious. It's delicious. It looks like it says tea bag on the bottle, though. Yeah, it does. Say, <laughs> it does look like it's made in one distillery in. Oh, that's good. Mm. Somewhere. Scotland. This is oh. a safe bet for Scotch. I'm not, not going to try my accent. I did that with Mark the, the last time. It didn't work out, apparently. I think I made a comment about Nemoidians after you said it. <laughs> <laughs> True. But yeah, oh, no. My, with, with oh, my God. Total tangent. Um, we took the kids to see an actual Honest to God in the theater movie uh, yesterday. Is that the first time? Uh, s- second and a halfth. Time. Oh, oh, no. Did you have to like, flee halfway through a movie? No, 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 no. They made it. They went all the way through. We watched uh, Ferdinand, and uh, David Tennant is in that movie playing an awesome Scottish bull. <laughs> he only plays. Is that Ferdinand or is that Ferdinand? A okay. Ferdinand is played. No, by no, John oh Cena. no, yeah, that's not Ferdinand. It's played by it's John the, Cena. Yeah, yeah. Is he like The Rock too or something? That's what he's going for. Yeah. I hope he does. Well, The Rock is phenomenal. I watch anything he's in. I love The Rock. He did okay. The whole cast. Generally did okay in Ferdinand. John Cena was good. He was watchable. So um, to go back on the the Rock, mm-hmm. um, apparently Jumanji is actually really good. I heard it was better than the Last Jedi. <laughs> was I the one who told you that? But <laughs> we were at the theater. We were at the theater watching the Last you. <laughs> my friends like my friend sent me a text saying, "Well, just saw Jumanji. Jumanji was less <laughs> and disappointing. Like, How was it? Less disappointing than the Last Jedi? <laughs> oh, the uh, butthurt is strong was, with this I think, one. I think he said it was more enjoyable than." Than the last more Jedi. enjoyable. Oh, I thought it was less disappointing. Either way, yeah. um, but also he had no um, expectations going into. You know, why movies. would you? I sort of <laughs> do. I would like them to connect the two movies, but which apparently they did. Who? Well, I, I don't know. I'll, I'll, I'll watch it. We'll do kids. a Jumanji. Uh, mm. Maybe we'll do a Jumanji episode. at some point. Yeah. Well. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Tangent over. Tangent so, over. Finn, yeah. Whatever. So hopefully the payoff in the next movie is going to be. Good. I want to see him evolve more and become more of the 
the hero. Oh, I think and, he could be a great hero. I just wish they'd taken more steps than they did. Like even in the in the video game, he's sort of useless. Have you seen Finn in? Uh, I haven't played Battle him Front much. Two? Everybody's useless in the video game, though. That's oh, I just except Boba Fett. I love Luke Skywalker's not useless. Neither is Darth Vader. Those are that's why they're both like fifteen thousand yeah. credits. Boba Kylo Ren is gross. Yeah, I don't like Kylo Ren. He's, the uh, the force pull is devastating. Yeah, the he can be pretty brutal. Good. You know who's horrible? Ray. <laughs> haven't played as Ray. I played as her once and didn't know what I was doing, so I blamed myself and not the character. No, there's, there's this, she has this like running with the lightsaber move, which is. Hard to control, and then she has a confused enemies thing, which doesn't really work. Darth Maul's pretty underwhelming, I won't lie. He was. Sort of I'm disappointed that he doesn't have a block. Darth Maul makes him really they should just hard make to... a game that's The Witcher, but Darth with Maul. With Darth Maul. And you just go around and kill everything. Yeah, but people aren't interested in single-player games. <laughs> yeah, well. <laughs> EA, I got some words for you. Yeah. There's two of them, and I can't say them on a family podcast. There's a lot of words for this uh, movie, too. Well, not for me, but lots of fans well, have been. I, a lot of people are reacting a lot worse than I am. I didn't think it was that bad, no, me but I, I had mm-hmm. a lot of criticisms of it. Same. And my biggest one was I just didn't. It didn't feel very Star Warsy. The characters seemed off for me. Um, like even the newer ones. That's I think that that's the thing that bothered me. <laughs> Ray felt the same, and so did Kylo Ren. Yeah, which I thought was good. I think Ray's relationship with Luke and the master student sequence with the two of them was perfect star wars i thought it was awful i i liked it actually i didn't like <laughs> i liked it i didn't like luke in the film like that's I think, why i, I thought mark it was Hamill awful was no, really no, good no. in it i think I, mark should I, we get to it because i feel like luke embodies i think the, that's what we need to talk about all right. i think that's the yeah, big so, thing with this movie so recently mm-hmm. um mark hamill's gone under fire oh my god you guys you finished all my colas <laughs> not all your you colas. About i had like eight of them <laughs> there was only like 16 <laughs> <laughs> Um, we, so, we have hereby been fired. <laughs> <laughs> so Luke's been under some fire because recently he said that this Mark Luke Hamill, Sky- Mark, the actor who plays Luke Skywalker, this this character in this version in the Last Jedi was not what he saw as Luke. He assumed that Luke, if this sequence had happened, like if the the Jedi Temple had gone down, he would have you know moped for a little while and then gone af- gone to action. Is what he said. But, um, you know, he trusted Ryan Johnson, and he played the part excellently. I thought he was a great actor in oh, his, the role. his acting was good. I don't think he was... I don't think it was Luke Skywalker that was written. Mm-hmm. That's the problem I have. Well, let, let, let's, let's go with Spears, because Spears, I did, well, he really liked it. I, I, I assume he really liked it, because he said that he liked um, I think Luke that Skywalker in this. It's hard to, like... What we're seeing is Luke in the third act of his life. Mm-hmm. We've seen him in the first, we missed the second, and now we're kind of at the end of his journey. And to say that Luke would have done this or would have done that based on how he was at the end of Jedi is to exclude 30 years of growth or regression mm-hmm. that we didn't get to see. And part of the treat of a flash-forward movie is seeing characters that you're supposed to recognize being completely different and being like, what what, what happened? Agreed. And unlike Leia and Han who you don't really get a lot of explanation. It's in the books. Yeah. But I ain't got time for summer reading. (laughs) Audiobooks, man. Audiobooks. (laughs) Work, work, work. Um, But Luke (laughs) actually explains out in the movie, canonically, like what happens Mm -hmm. to him. And what happened seems devastating enough to justify, you know, Mm -hmm. 
justify going into hermit mode and being like, look, whenever I try to help, I know I tried really hard and tried to be a good teacher and everything, but it just made things worse. Mm-hmm. Um, well, hold on. Before you go into this, um, the weird thing about this whole thing where he becomes a legend and myth and apparently he's disappeared for many years is that the Jedi Temple thing only happened eight years prior. Yeah. Um, and that was in that's in canon. That's in the books. They said that in the books. Sorry, not in anything. Um, but I think that's well, a think separate that, kind of thing. No, no I, I'm just I'm just going. I think I think it's weird that this this well, I guess with time, that kind of regret would if it didn't go anywhere, would build and build within those eight years. Like um, I don't know. When, what I took away from it is I, I conceived kind of an arc where at the end of Jedi, they're on a high. They're going to build a better, more just Republic. Yep. And it goes it goes wrong. We know it goes wrong because the First Order is back. The First Order emerges. It's worse in many ways than the Empire was, and it seems to be picking up steam, whereas the Republic seems to be losing steam up until the First Order blows it up. Uh, basically off camera, but that's a problem with another movie, not this one. Yeah, I th- it was sort of the problem with this movie too. Yeah, but I can see how if that was the culmination of Luke's life, of all of his work, was building the Republic and retraining Jedi to lose one and then the other. And on top of that, you failed your friends. On top of that, you've lost your nephew. On top of that, you succumbed to the dark side when you gave into fear and almost killed your sleeping nephew. Spoilers. Did, did, well, I'm pretty did, sure we, we passed well, spoiler section a long yeah. time ago. Hold on a second. He didn't succumb to the dark side, though. No, he says he stopped that he, himself. Yes, he didn't succumb, but he was tempted by. Yeah, and and he sees he he, he said wait, so. Mark, he said that wait. he saw that as a failing in himself. He he assumes guilt from that, whether rightly or wrongly, he felt and reacted guilty in a guiltful way because he because of the choice that he made, <laughs> and that was for rightly or like justly or unjustly. That's the domino. That's the last domino that needs to fall to turn Kylo, and or Ben, I guess I should say, and that's what happened. And I can. And after that, I can see you just being like, you know what? I tried real hard. I did my best, but my best got all my Jedi students dead or turned to the dark side. I've failed my family. I've failed my best friend. I think I'm just going to walk away and let this Jedi stuff fade out because it looks like Leia's got this whole fight, got this whole resistance first order thing under control and it's good. I'm done. Luke out. All right. Spears had his two minutes. Go, Mark. I can see you're you're riled up and you're just like, <laughs> I want to I want to get into this. It's it's not so much a question of motivation from the moment Luke appears on screen there's a silliness to him that whichever way the character goes whether he's gone down a dark not necessarily the dark side but a dark path because he's upset about ben and he's upset about failing leia and han and he's upset about the way the republic has kind of basically become the empire anyways and not done what he thought it was going to do he's upset about the return of uh or the rise of the first 
first order which also happens really quickly they manage to amass a yeah. lot of stuff i read an Hold article on. today no, you had, sorry you sorry had your time. You this had is a time. tangent this is a tangent no but, tangent in the middle okay. of my time i'll be good i'll be good a lot of that's fleshed out just, in just aftermath re- just remember it for later yeah go for just it. just okay. keep that thought in your head when you go if you go down there. that path or you take what is what mark hamill seemed to think was luke's character that he's always i don't want to say the eternal eternal optimist but luke is always willing to try and that's kind of the cornerstone of his character and he's just decided he's not going to try anymore that seems in character wrong for luke and having that silly kind of attitude that he had for the majority of the luke and ray on achto <laughs> the that silly kind of attitude doesn't jive with either the dark depressed luke or the eternal eternal optimist luke it doesn't work for either of them mm-hmm. he should either be very dark ala how you see him in the dark empire comic books which i know are non canonical but that kind of awesome comics that yeah, they're so good too. They were amazing comics. But that that Luke or this Luke that when this young girl who shows up radiating force ability and brings to you the one item in the galaxy that is probably the biggest trigger for you to go, wow, maybe we can fix this. Your simple reaction is to shrug and throw it over your shoulders. It just it doesn't jive. And I understand all the stuff about Luke going down a dark path. I could see that. I'm pretty sure if one of my kids, you know, turned to the dark or my nephew or one of your kids turned to the dark side because of my teachings, I could see how that might screw you up. But it wouldn't make you be flippant and silly of things. It would make you very serious about things. Uh, I think it was like I I can see both of the points. Like, I think I think. Oh, and the green milk. That whole thing was just completely unnecessary. That was no, 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 no. I liked no, it. No, I liked bloated, it. bloated walrus space cow tit milking is unnecessary no matter what film it's in. <laughs> the first time I saw it, I was like, okay, that was weird. The second time I saw it, I was like, oh, okay, yeah, that, that. It's borderline. The look on his face is borderline creepy. Yeah, it's a bit of a... Borderline? <laughs> it was downright creepy. No, it, it's a gross-out gag for sure. But I think the yeah, idea another in is the stream to, of endless that he likes gags. his milk. Yeah. We know that he likes his milk. He, he needs does to like get blue it milk. Somewhere. He does like blue green milk. Green milk is just a different. It's like was it green. Milk. It was, it was, green, it was green milk. Yeah. I need to rewatch. Mm. Yeah, but apparently I, you watched well, a different movie. So than we got we did. Bantha milk with blue. <laughs> green was from space walrus cow yeah, things. Walrus. I think by showing Luke it doing was my turn. Damn it! Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> it was my turn. Like Scotch, help me be quiet. Like hopefully. Like I didn't, I didn't mind what they were trying to get to. Like I think, I think the whole idea of gray Jedi's is what they should have gone into. That whole dark and light. Like his whole idea about how the Jedi was full of failings. You could see that happening in Rebels and in uh, Clone Wars. Oh like yeah, with Ahsoka. Ahsoka. That's a natural progression, though. So yeah. Ahsoka's Luke's was not, but it, Luke's could have been right. Like oh, it very easily could have been. And I think it would have been ben, a better right? idea if the fall of Ben happened. Like he could have, he could have taught people that maybe the 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 Puritan rules of the Jedi, and then the super like anal retentive Sith 
rules weren't the way to do it. Like his whole idea about the force being for everyone, I love that idea. Yeah, that they, they brought to this film the core philosophy that mm-hmm. Luke arrives at. I think is phenomenal, and the but way I, the movie demonstrates it, I think, is equally great. Mm-hmm. But I think that he, with like he was talking about how the force is for everyone, right? But he shuts himself off. I understand he did that because he felt that he failed. Blah, blah, blah. Who cares? Uh, <laughs> and I think that's why he doesn't react to Ray and the lightsaber quite as strongly as he might have. He's shut off from the force. Yeah, but I don't he think... He doesn't know... He doesn't I, sense how stop, power... Oh, stop. <laughs> I don't think that um, you need to be um, connected to the force to have a, an emotional response to something. Oh, that's true, that, but... There's, there's no way that Luke Skywalker... Like, shutting yourself off from the Force isn't turning off who you are as a person. No, there that's is true. There is zero way Luke could have reacted to that specific lightsaber I don't that know. Well, unemotionally. I don't know if zero way is the, the right. It just seems we like could the be, wrong... If there's, a, if there's a reason why he acted that way, other than shock value, it seems more we don't know what anything, it is. But, right? but the point is, without supplying further reason... Yeah. Is, that's that's why like, I what this you. film's I that, problem is is it doesn't supply you any reason to anything. That moment is in like a meta film kind of way. In a like this is the director's statement on the the orthodoxy that has arisen around Luke Skywalker and the Jedi and the rules of how a hero behaves. Then it works within the story. It does not work. Mm. Like, I don't like that moment and I wish they'd done it differently. So they wait. Oh, weird. Um, so there's this whole thing. Well, let's, let's, we're going to keep on going around in circles on Luke. Uh, if we just keep talking about him, which is fair. He's a big character to the film. Yeah. Do we want to like, do like a, a, like a summary, like a one sentence underline on our positions? I, I think more, we should talk about how this film, like there are articles everywhere on the internet of how this was filmed. This film was made as a subversive, Star Wars film, and not just a Star Wars film. Like, it, it's meant to undo what you expect as a Star Wars film, and it does that. And for better or worse, fans hate it or really like it. What are your thoughts on this? Uh, it's two hours of subversion. It, that, it, it kind it of feels it like is that. two hours of subversion. Two, two and a half, sorry. Two and a half, yeah. It could in, have been in some ways, down to two. I don't, I'm just saying. Yeah. I don't, I don't know what the aims are. Maybe... Maybe it's a giant reset button. Maybe it's a giant, we're going to take Star Wars in an entirely different direction now that we're Disney. Maybe it's, uh, I don't know what we're doing because there's no ar- overarching plot des- like designed for this trilogy. Maybe it's, I don't know, it, it didn't feel like it fit with the rest of the, Rogue One included, with the rest of the Star Wars films. It okay. felt completely well not completely out of character yes. but yeah it, well, yeah you, it feels out for you spears yeah this i think idea. that this is what the handoff looks like mm-hmm. i think the problem that a lot of people are having with this movie is that this is the moment where the old cast definitively steps back and disappears we know that carrie fisher you know rest in peace there's not going to be a Princess Leia in the next movie. There's not going to be a Luke in the next movie. Well, I mean, there's, Force there's, there's probably not going to be a Lando in the next. <laughs> He's contracted for three, so. Yeah. Okay. But we don't know that there's not going to be a Lando. No, we don't know that, but I, I'm fairly sure sure confident. Pretty that sure Han, Han won't be around, though. <laughs> no, no, no. Nope. No, because he killed himself, right, Spears? I don't want to talk about it. <laughs> 
Sorry. I don't want, that, that was my favorite th- band theory that Han fired the lightsaber to save Ben's character. But this, on the one hand, this movie eliminates that possibility. On the other hand, the way that it develops Ben is worth it. He was so good in this film. Did we talk about yep. how good he was? Like his arc? Who? Kylo Ren. He was ben. amazing in this movie. Like his... Yep. his I was worried coming out of seven. Mm-hmm. Like I was sort of on the fence at the end of episode like, well, seven. Yeah, I more liked him than not. Because seven, but, you're, you're you're like, is he trying to just be well, Darth Vader? At, at p- points during seven, you I know? was like, he's kind of neat, but he's a little too crying in the corner listening to My Chemical Romance for me. So Anakin <laughs> from the prequels, but with the Darth Vader helmet. Yeah, yeah, Anakin. You know with what the, the problem with emo is? It gets everywhere. It's <laughs> coarse and rough. <laughs> but from my point of view, the Jedi are evil. <laughs> now, <laughs> I was gonna. The, I should have said the emo is evil. Damn it. <laughs> the it, and he becomes less emo-ish, like less kind of whiny and more believable in this. He seems way more gray in this film. And I like that. Like a dark gray, like a dark gray. Yeah, like like you can see gray. that he wants, well, there's he, both Ray and him kind of start out on these two polar wings mm-hmm. and slide towards the, the middle. middle. Yeah. I and like that. About at, them. at a point it feels like during where they're like fighting the, Praetorian guards, guards, possibly Knights of Ren, oh, possibly they should have been Knights of they're, Ren. They're Praetorian guards, but then they kind of bounce back a bit, mm-hmm. and Ray goes a bit to the light, and Kylo goes a bit back to the dark. I would, See, they, I would they, love they, to know where the Knights of Ren are. Yeah, that's like, what I'm really curious about. They could have ended this trilogy in that moment. They could have ended the trilogy with Ray being like, "All right." No, they couldn't because it's only the second film. Oh, that would have been a dilogy. <laughs> yeah, I'm just. <laughs> Which sounds. I bad. rephrase. <laughs> dilogy. <laughs> I blame the whiskey. I think they could have ended the story with Ray being like, "All right, I'll work with you. Form government with your mother. Stop kidnapping kids, and let's let's give this a real and go." We don't really know if Ben was going to go the whole. Well, I guess he was going to more supreme leader way than he was. Like, it's hard to tell because there's light. You could tell he was like because he didn't want to kill his mom at the beginning, yeah. which I thought was a great moment when he doesn't. Yeah, from 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 the um, like trailers and stuff, I really didn't expect that so early in the movie. Yeah, mm-hmm. like I thought that would be near the end, and mm-hmm. that happening early in the morning, I kind of ma- or morning. early in the morning. <laughs> It's not even morning now. I have no excuse. No, nope. <laughs> no. Um, that happening so early in the movie, it was like it kind of made you go, "Okay, what is coming?" But then I was kind of let down by what was coming. Yeah. Oh, wait, this wait. movie was great about keeping you on the back foot about what was going to happen next. Was 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 anyone upset that uh, um, Akbar died off screen? Yeah. Um, yes and no. <laughs> he should have been screaming, "It's not a trap!" I would, I, I would have been fine if him or Leia did the Admiral Holdo thing um, uh, at the end. The, the like, oh the, yeah, the, the ship should have the, been, should have been uh, Akbar. I have a, that sla- could have been the Akbar slash, which See, is actually a thing. I have an issue with Admiral Holdo for the reason that you don't like her for most of the film, and then at the end when she does this really heroic thing. Well, at least personally, I was like, eh, I didn't really like her anyway. So yeah, she, she did. <laughs> no, nah, you know what? I she's kind of mean. <laughs> <laughs> like, and then she like, died. And you're like, yeah, she did something heroic. Because right before that, she's mean. like, I no, like no, no, Poe Dameron. Like 
I like him. He's a hothead. I'm like, then why didn't you tell him your plan? <laughs> this whole thing didn't have to happen. But she doesn't have to tell Poe her yeah, plan. No, it the only reason that Poe was in on plans is because Leia personally liked him. That's not a relationship he has with Holdo Actually, or should have you expected. Know what? She probably should have told him his plan because she knew that he was a hothead who was like, well, likely to go off something. and do something it's silly. Yeah. And she could have saved a whole lot of lives by telling Poe her plan. But, but, or conversely, but, she could have stunned him and thrown him in the brig like a real military officer would have to an insubordinate Well, either option would have worked, and she yeah. didn't choose either of those, which is bad leadership. But at least uh, we get bad, to see, bad Which writing. is what the Resistance suffers yeah, from in spades, is bad yeah. leadership. Well, at least well we in fairness, the, the First Order seems to have it too, so yeah, it kind of cancels true. out. Yeah. Which yeah. bumbling idiot will win the control of the galaxy? Oh my god, I can just imagine Thrawn, like, mystery science theatering this, be just being like... his head yeah, all just like, the time. Just, just, just jump some ships in front of them, you idiots. See? Just a couple in front, you've got a whole fleet! Sitting in a corner with his bright red eyes crying going why did they write me out of post jedi continuity why, why, did, why did they um where yeah, is did, thrawn i didn't i didn't follow thrawn. rebels do they kill thrawn no in he's rebels? still alive he's where out. is he nobody knows because no, season no, four there. of rebels still isn't done yet it, he's 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 doing a yeah i'm gonna ruin rebels for you do it um he's blah blah blah, he's, blah, blah. Oh, don't worry it's not it's not too bad ruin it for he's, me he's um he's in command of a blockade right now uh-huh. If that helps, um, in front of a planet that's very important to the rebels. Uh, How cool technology. would it have been if he had been the commander of one of those ships? Did you see? Some- I think what should happen in Episode Nine is Thrawn should show up. <laughs> with yeah, that's not going to happen. <laughs> Thrawn should show up and like help Kylo Ren orchestrate. And then they should clone Luke it's, Skywalker. It's <laughs> and Boba Fett should climb out of the Sarlacc. Written by Timothy Zahn. In a there, that Maul. solves all of your Star Wars problems right there. Darth Maul should come back. Everybody should just come back for one giant battlefront. I, I, I really episode. wish that Snoke wasn't a thing. Like, I wish he wasn't in Seven. I wish it was just Ben. I don't like, know. Part of me says that. Part of me says agrees with you that like why bother with him at all? But Andy Serkis is so good as Snoke. Oh my god, the he whole scene so with him in the he throne room was amazing. But then then he just kind of like gets chopped in half, and you're like, um, you know, I'm sure we're gonna get a novel um, or something explaining Snoke's entire deal. Probably. I wish we'd got it. In the, I'm sure we're gonna get a novel explaining how Maz could, how how Maz gets Luke's lightsaber. But I wish it they, was in the movie um, Dude, because it's an, it's an aftermath. Because they paid a lot of money for yeah, Lupita and I can't say her last Lupita name. Lupita Longo, Longo, who's really great. Actually, she's, she's amazing. That she's sequence amazing. was so fun and cute. In this, like, I, I can't even good say it's cute, not though. cute. It's not good. Not cute. bad. Cute. Good. Yeah. Cute. Yeah. Like yeah. Maz was great, and <laughs> these movies need more Maz. Yeah. Mm, I would. Wait. 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 Speaking of Maz returning, what do you think of Yoda? Great. Pitch perfect and the best they, quotable they, lines of the movie. They made a Muppet for him. Which yeah, is nice. he was a puppet again, wasn't yeah. they, they? Did um, they make a new puppet or did oh they, my like, God. they found the molds of the original Empire and, re- one, nice. and they remade it? I loved it's beautiful. it. Beautiful. Mm. When he said, um, "They are what we outgrow." Mm. God, I, I teared up. He had some really one good of the lines. Thing, one I, of the things wait, I really wait, liked wait, about it. Let me finish. No. Let me finish. <laughs> no. Me first. No. Me first. No. I'm in the Go center ahead. channel. <laughs> <laughs> And I'm right by the plug. <laughs> the, the, Ryan Johnson was saying that he wanted uh, Yoda to be that wily, weird puppet that he was in Empire. But he was only that 
until he revealed himself. Yeah. Right? Um, which was, yeah. Which well, was I, sort of confusing. I think part of the problem was Ryan Luke carried tried, a lot of that. As you say, Ryan tried to make Luke that wily, weird puppet in from Empire. But I think it worked. I loved it. No, I it. didn't. I thought, I thought the Luke part was awful. I thought it was, I don't think it was awful. I think it was weird. I think Luke had that yeah. sense of humor about him. I think at the mm. beginning of Jedi, he tramps it down, but that's kind of that's almost it's almost like what Ben is doing at the beginning of Seven, where he's like, "Well, this is what a serious Jedi is like. I'll behave in this way." But the Luke that we have in M- I feel like Luke does have a good sense of humor in him. I think you're I think he does. Even your face right now makes me. Yeah, think because you're stretching. Can, you look, <laughs> you know what? Because now, you look now like that I, you're stretching. Now that I've thought about it, Luke does carry Visual that all bits. the way through Jedi. Mm-hmm. Like yeah. to the end of Jedi, he has that sort of that pensive, kind of very serious tone about him. Whereas in New Hope and Empire, he still does have some a bit of that like red blooded like sense of humor. Like especially the scenes with him and Han, mm-hmm. they're like poking, they're like making little jabs at each other. Did we um did we talk about the that meme that's going around the running away Jedi thing? Uh, it's terrible. Yeah. It's just a stupid meme. Do we not? I get what it's going to. I, I, I see what it's getting can, at, but it's kind of missing the. It's missing a lot of points as yeah. to why Obi Wan and Yoda were were le- actually left. in hiding. And admittedly, some of them are like between the movies kind of points. No, no, they, like, they no. talk about it in Jedi. They talk why about they it left. in Jedi. Why they left? It was really to make sure Luke and Leia were protected because they I don't saw know if we have an in fi- an in movie explanation like. No, I don't I don't know if in the movie Obi Wan ever says that I was there to protect you, Luke. You know, like no, while you were living with Owen and Lars, I was actually screening you from the Empire and like stopping all these dudes who were coming after you. No, it's never explained outright. Well, he says that they separated the twins because they knew that the Emperor for their that, protection. That yeah, but there's a difference between separating. No, well, he said and that, he said that I'm watching over you. He said that. Um, he, Leia went with Bail to Alderaan, and Luke went with him to Tatooine. So he was there. Yeah, yeah. it's in. It's very. That's it's not, not very he clear. He's there for it, him. He, he, yeah, it's not super vague. Yeah, I think it's vague. You're doing your stretching face again. I don't know. You, he totally you is. Doing your stretching, I'm not doing, doing stretching face. We're doing stretching face. It's not the alcohol. We know. We've seen that a lot today. That stretching face. I think. Who's editing this? Uh, me. Oh, right, there's going to be no editing. <laughs> there's going to be no editing. All you're going to hear for an hour is stretching face, stretching face. That's He's actually going to cut the stretching face and put it earlier. This is going to be our preview wherever for this you're episode, <laughs> you know. <laughs> but you guys I think so much. one of the great, great parts about Yoda is in, I don't know if it was just my interpretation, but when he was talking to Luke and The Last Jedi about the Jedi Order and stuff, he was mm-hmm. kind of reiterating points that Ahsoka made to Yoda mm-hmm. in the Clone Wars when she was saying, <laughs> this is why I'm leaving the Jedi yeah. Order. Yeah, and, and it does kind. Of, it's kind of weird that like the first one to really think about it was a little girl Jedi way but back she when. Was, but she, she was, was always, awesome. And she was always like, um, "We'll get to you, Spears. Don't worry. Yeah. You don't have to hold, raise your hand." She was always <laughs> more in touch with her feelings and what she felt was, was right with what they were doing. Like she yeah. never believed that the Jedi were perfect. No. Which was a good thing, and yeah. it's what it's what this series actually needed. You know, one of the big ideas in the Last Jedi. I think is that the master-student relationship is two-way. In Empire, like, you saw Luke learning from Yoda, but not vice versa. Mm -hmm. I think, like, I think in Last Jedi, Luke learns a lot from Rey. 
which is, I think, what gets him back into the fight at she the end. She has that eternal hope that but, he And I think that's sim- that yeah. sounds consistent with Yoda learning from Ahsoka. And I think part of Yoda, that's part of the. I don't know if Yoda learned from Ahsoka. That seems so to be much. what you're saying, though. Like I didn't no, no, watch they, any no, no, of no. the. They're just echoing it, the same it, things. It, it, yeah. It's kind of he echoes basically the same thing. I think Yoda knew all along that the Jedi Order had flaws, and mm. that's what separates him from someone like. I think he realized that Mace? more at the end of three. More towards when, the end of three. I think he started to clue in somewhere during the Clone Wars, but then he's like, yeah. Because yeah, remember how he talks about how. There's that pride that's running through Jedi's in episode yeah. two. Mace probably isn't a good example because Mace is the other than Ahsoka who goes gray in the Clone Wars. Mace is probably the closest to a gray. I don't know because he, he was he channels anal. the dark side a lot in his in his fighting. fighting. But, but yeah, his, he his is pretty anal about the rules and so forth. He's like kind of that whole yeah. thing with Anakin. Like he should have trusted him a little bit more. Maybe we wouldn't have had him, you know, be... Maybe we would have only had episode three because Anakin and Maze would have chopped up Palpatine then and that would have been it. Maybe he should have <laughs> told all those other Jedis not to just stand there and get killed by Palpatine. Mm. Well, in fairness, that's some of those lightsabers. <laughs> that's something the director probably should have told them. Well, they it's funny because there they was had a director this whole, during the prequels. Hi, <laughs> they, they had this whole like stunt double for Palpatine for episode three. And then George one day was like, you know what? I want Ian McDiarmid to do the fighting. Yeah, which made it Who look really weird. that was a weird. good idea? George. George Lucas. <laughs> well, well, you see, it's, it's the, the power Who of myth is <laughs> that... I love your George Lucas. <laughs> it's so spot on. It's spot on. It's good. Um, who thought those love scenes in Attack of the Clones? Like the, this, Rick is, this is how hu- humans re- relate to each other. When two humans are are trying to mate, I, this is how how they behave, right? This, this is I the don't wrong time for it. That's why you're divorced. Joke. Like. Oh. Ooh. <laughs> and yes, here's yes. some sand. Put it over you. <laughs> it's everywhere. The, this, this is a metaphor, guys. This is a metaphor. It's a metaphor. The goon guns will totally elucidate the. <laughs> Goon quotes. <laughs> uh, so, oh, let's see. Oh, what man. did we not touch upon? Uh, we touched upon most of the themes of this let, film. Let me look at my. Um, I think. I think the main. The main theme of this. That's film, the sound of notes. Yeah, no, <laughs> yeah. I'm not. I'm not paying attention to that. I'm going to put it where the other notes were for the Runaways episode one. <laughs> the main, visual main, bits. The main theme for this bits movie, I think, overall was what Kylo. Or Obi Wan, or Ben, not Obi Wan. Ben had said it was the whole letting the past die and having this whole new thing. And you can see that with the resistance. They have this new resistance that's, yeah. at least this new spark that's happening. Um, and then Megan's wearing her um, her, her, her Christmas sweater. You got to show. <laughs> that's <everyone>. that's awesome. <laughs> it says Fleece Navidad and there's a sheep on it. There's a sheep on it. <laughs> it reminds me of the sheep from the Serta commercials. Um, yes. Oh, yeah. Like a lot. This like is not sponsored by Serta. If Serta would if, like to sponsor a podcast. <laughs> but I was going to say, we need new beds. If you guys, if you need anything. Yeah, actually. Um, my mattress. Casper. My, my oh, mattress oh, sucks. Are you on Casper? Do you have Casper? No, 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 no. no I think have you tried it? I, I would like to. They have them at Sears if you want to try oh, them. Oh, you can test. Still? Yeah. Yeah, they're is, still is there. Is there a Sears that's open? Yeah, the one in Guelph. <laughs> is it uh, still open? Yeah. Last time I went, they were overcharging for Oh, They're still overcharging. Are they? In Casper. I'd rather get a purple how mattress, mu- whatever. How much are those things? They're those like thousands of dollars. Are they? Yeah. yeah. I don't They're have like that Like $1,400 for a queen. Would like I, to sponsor I, I to, a podcast. <laughs> I, I need to know which mattress I can get for about $19.95. Wait until <laughs> the end of January. <laughs> go to Sears. <laughs> um, you might be able to just carry one out by the end. So this whole idea of um, what's old, let it die, and 
let the new thing go forward. It's pretty much this the film. Yeah. So let's even, start even a new Rebel Alliance. Like, that sounds you, like an old idea to me. Yeah. It's it's more like the the old leaders yeah. aren't there anymore, right? That's this why they killed an, everything off. I think this is another have, moment though where the movie could run with it mm-hmm. and be awesome in that's, a new direction that's that's my fear are they gonna do like you say or are they gonna crap the bed <laughs> the <laughs> like, reason see I, the reason i think they might is because the sequence we get with rose and finn on that like casino-y super opulent uh, kind of place i lo- there's parts of it i dislike stretchy face but <laughs> i love the uh, stretchy face no stretchy no stretchy face <laughs> i love the idea behind it the core idea that the maybe idea is, the real bad the, guys here are the profiteers that well, the people that running whole, like, the war this is the whole great are, thing right like they're selling to both the good guys and the bad so they're not really bad and they're not really good so that whole gray idea that we were talking about earlier i'm gonna see face. The moment that these mo- the sneezing moment- face, sneezing <laughs> face, the moment that these fil- the mo- that was a heck of a sneeze. <laughs> I changed rooms too. <laughs> I think the moment that this series matures is the moment where Ray goes to Ben and is like, "Listen, the real problem here is not that." Our two sides can't agree about things. The real problem here is you got a group of people looking to run a war that lasts forever. And our mission ought to be to end the war. And when Ray and Ben both say yes to this, that's when you get the fi- the final conflict in the Star Wars trilogy. I, there's, the there's a series. slight problem, though. I, you, you're trying it. to run this franchise called Star Wars. Star pieces. I, I feel like because uh, I think because I think that. What did you guys do today? Planted some flowers. It was great. <laughs> Are there space flowers <laughs> with the floor force? No, but there's space walrus cows that we can. But milk. I think what it does is it, it, repos- it repositions the conflict because I think this movie moves it away from it's not Jedi versus Sith anymore because there's n- there's not a lot of Jedi left and there's not really any Sith left. That conflict's done. I think. I think. The no, no, no. Because no, Ben is not a Sith, isn't he? No, he's not. How do you know? Because they talked about it in the aftermath mo- novel. <laughs> I haven't read that. <laughs> you never- should. They're really good. Do you um, have I them? Think, I think. Uh, you, you know, neither he nor Snoke ever identifies as a Sith, as a Sith either Sith, to each other yeah, or I, to I the think, audience. I think this film would have been. And they don't act in a Sith-like way. They're not clandestine about what they're doing. They're really upfront about it. There are it. two of them. Yeah, but that doesn't matter. There was a room full of them. Ray and Ben had to kill them all. We don't know that they, they were guards. They, they were had guards. glowing red lightsabers. <laughs> Finn's apparently not a Jedi. There at were light everything. The there were light whips, light Stretching spears, face. light I think light <laughs> nunchucks. But so did the stormtroopers. Right? They light had those uh, staffs that had the electro beams. Yeah, on the they end. but they weren't things. red, which means they weren't. Sith. But they were blue. So but they were They were electrical crackling. I think they were big bloody tasers, and they would have worked just as good on anyone. Matt, are you a Republican? (laughs) Oh. Because you're talking louder, and it just seems like you're trying to make your point by talking louder. Uh, No, that's too expensive. Okay, Um, yes, sir. I think that um, (laughs) if they wanted this... cheap stuff? (laughs) If they wanted this film franchise to mature, and I feel like that's what they wanted to do with this. They wanted to grow it up. Like, they wanted it to be more for adults. Um, They started out with seven. But anyway, eight was the one where they wanted to make it more thematically more for us than they were for children. I think... That they should have taken away the gags, like the yeah. gags ruined the flow of the film. Like if they wanted it to be dark and like I don't know, uh, if they wanted it to have that feeling of 
against a version um, that we keep bringing up, then they should have. I think I think the jokes just kept on pulling me out of the whole thing. I agree with you. The other part that had me pulled out all the time was the way they were cutting between scenes so much. Like I was all right with that. It, I don't know. It there were a like, few points where it bugged me. Generally, I was okay with it. I had this friend in high school who was one of those people you couldn't watch TV with because they would sit there and constantly go click, click because they wanted to see what was <laughs> happening on some other show. Oh, I was but that person. They, I'm sorry. They would always like <laughs> click at the wrong point in time. Like they'd get to like a high. I don't know if they huh. couldn't deal with, and it was constantly click, and it felt like the movie was doing that a bit too much. Like they would jump too much between scenes and it was too much of a like drastic cut for me but i agree with you the gags kept like they kept pulling me out like i'd start to get in and then the beginning is a perfect example i was getting right into it and then it's like holding for general hawks and i'm like still i laughed at first and then i'm like shoot me shoot me right now because this is like fell yeah I feel like uh, it's going to be okay. Uh, I think we're it's all be trying okay. to figure out whose child. My, my, my daughter was making accusatory tones afterwards, so <laughs> Mara. and that definitely wasn't the baby cry. The baby cry sounds a lot angrier than that. Uh, yeah. More, more Kylo than. <laughs> so I think we're both. We're all pretty much. Well, no, I'm I'm divided on this film. Like I I can I like it, it and I and I could hate it but what I'm sort of somewhere in the middle where I'm just like what was eh. your star rating for it like out of five stars what did you give it <sighs> three five maybe that's what I gave it maybe a four if I if four I and a half a, um, it's, it's and funny because like the I have to think take it down at least one to, and a half for me it's not perfect when, when I think about perfect. the movie I think about it in two different ways it was probably a better structured film than most of the prequels i don't i don't, I don't think agree it, with that but i don't think it was i don't think it was only only as good of a star wars film no, as no, the I, prequels I think were. i think the structure was weird because they it didn't follow a main it didn't really follow a three-act play like you have this big conflict and then like near the end that's the whole kylo and uh snoke that whole sequence and then we have another battle at the end that like, was, was a, a bit weird, weird. It, that's where it started feeling long was that crate that planet was yeah. i like the sequence i, I, the, the I, sequence I love what it, what by it the time for. crate happened i'd forgotten it was even in the movie yeah like it was so prominent in all the advertising well, yeah i completely I, forgot i had about this it. moment where like it was like oh and it feels like the movie's over after the ray and yeah. kylo just like exactly butt that would have been a perfect ending yeah but then it got to the crate part and i'm like Oh yeah, the fox things and the giant monkey walker thing, yeah. the red salt and all of yeah. that stuff. Oh, visually so great, visually though. amazing, visually amazing. God, the the shot they use it in the commercials, but the shot where the first order are marching into the hangar mm, and it's yeah. the white uniforms on the red and white shot yeah, ground looks really cool. Oh my, visually, oh, I think this is the best. Star I'm going to give you guys an analogy seen. for this. The Luke film. Kylo wait, thing. Wait, wait, wait. Hold wait, on. Wait, the Luke Kylo wait, thing no, was a little too matrixy. No, no I, I thought it. it was too matrixy. The whole, the entire sequence. I, from the start whole time to finish, I watched I it, I was thinking, I know kung fu. I like that. Scene. Not at it, all. It was very, it was very uh, once know, upon a time in me. the West, and all of those old like loved um, it. Those mm. shootout films. I like. I thought it was cool. It was. It, very, it felt like. No, I think the, it felt the like wrong lightsaber paid off really well. I think the part for me was where he like flipped over. Backwards, almost, and I'm like, on his one, when he there's no way Mark Hamill can do that at this point in time. <laughs> I, I, <laughs> and two, he lost and a two, lot of weights, man. And yeah. two, um, 
don't There's know, gonna just, be a behind the scenes thing where you see him do it. It was way too much. There will be now. We're gonna we're gonna get a miraculous thing on Facebook where Hamill's gonna be like, "You don't think I can do this? I know you have the same name as me, but watch this bad boy, dude. You're gonna get a knock on your door. He's gonna show up. Hey, I would take it. I would take it. I would drive right over. Hey, you want to sign all of my nerdy Star Wars crap while you're here? And can I give you something to drink? It's gonna be like you talk crap about my Star Wars moves. I ain't signing nothing. I'm gonna. I'm gonna. Frankly, I'm gonna talk crap about the same stuff he talked crap about. I'm gonna give you guys. And I don't have a contract making me retract it. So I'm gonna give you guys an analogy, or at least uh, a similar film that I felt felt this way, like for at least. You know how I said that there was a battle, and then it was like it felt like it was over, and then another thing happened, and you're like, "Oh yeah, crap." The Amazing Spider-Man Two. I never had watched the same oh, feel for this. I never watched no. Amazing no, no, Spider-Man no. So, Two. So, so we get you get Electro, right? And you get his whole thing, and then all of a sudden they tack on the Green Goblin right at the end, and you're like, "Oh yeah, there's this part." Why is this in here? So you're saying the Green Goblin was basically Gorilla Walker? It just felt like they they tried to do a whole movie, and then they needed to add a little bit at the end. That's what it felt. Like I got to rewatch. Personally. I got to rewatch. I got to say, I didn't. It felt, I felt like it was getting a little bit long it towards felt the end. The second time I didn't I feel it. like uh, it felt a full two and a half hours for me when I was watching it. Like hmm. it's the first time I've seen a Star Wars movie that felt as long as its runtime. Yeah, I, I think. Oh no, that's not true. Attack of the Clones. You know that the, love part um, in the middle. Like oh, where they're God, doing that the felt clones. like the full runtime of the movie. <laughs> it felt like six <laughs> movies. When I came out of that, I felt a whole year older. But that arena was you know such what? a cool fight no, scene, and then just all everything it, else. The beginning, no, of no, it, you no. get no. Anakin. I love you. I know this is weird, but I love you. <laughs> what? What is? What? <laughs> let's make out right before they feed us to monsters. Uh, that sequence. You know the scene oh, in the Princess Bride where where they hook Carrie Elway's up to that machine and it starts draining years out of his life. Yep. That's how I felt coming out of episode two. Because not only was it a bad movie, not only did it disappoint in every single moment except, we've come mm. to rescue you. Well done. Every other moment. <laughs> not only was it that bad on its own merits, it destroyed the hope that the Star Wars prequel films would get better. Yeah, I think, mm. I think you're right. All the way through The Phantom Menace, I was like, I wouldn't have done it that way. Maybe you should have had someone different for Jake, like play for you, little Anakin, like make Anakin a bit older. All those things in the Phantom Menace, but there was still every that, time there Jar Jar still, Binks was on camera, there was still lingering potential at the end of Phantom Menace, <laughs> and then that? and then at the end of it, <laughs> well, yeah, yeah, there was. By the time you watch the Attack of the Clones, you're like, oh, they just kicked Star Wars in the balls, dude. You know what there the lingering really- potential was? The lingering potential was that a dark cloak had come back, and it could have been Darth Maul with robot legs. And as I soon liked- as that didn't happen, I, okay, I love Christopher Lee. I love Darth Tyrannus Ter- was pointless. I oh liked my him. God. No. I liked him. He had a I still insist handle. But he didn't use it like one. <laughs> no, he didn't. He swung it the exact same the way everybody else. The whole point of having the lightsaber curve that way was because Christopher Lee was a fencer and yep. an accomplished fencer. But they didn't have Tyrannus fight. Like oh, this no. is a separate. You issue. know who they did have do that? Asajj Ventress in the Clone Wars cartoons. It's true. Fill yeah. this up again, please, with a different alcohol. Yep. Here we go. Just more. <laughs> Anything to dull the pain. Uh, rum. Right? Whatever's closest. They're both beside each other. Both. Here, Don't take the spice make... rum. Yes, oh, sir. He's gonna be a pirate in five minutes. <laughs> but why is the rum gone? I blame you. Um, 
Anyway, so we didn't like Clone Wars or Attack of the Clones. That's cool. But Last I did Jedi. like The Last Jedi. The Last Jedi was Marginally divided ab- amongst friends, amongst us, whatever. It happens. I still think it's a watchable films. movie. Like, don't I, get me I wrong. It. When it comes out, I will be buying a Blu-ray mm. of it to add I to my too, collection. I will, too, and I'll watch it a number of times. I'll watch it a bunch more times. Maybe there's things I'll think will be better, and there's like, going to be things like I'm said, like, the oh, second time I watched it, crazy. it was better for me than the first time. Like, the, the, I the, think the whole flash so and, and glitz and all that stuff, and you know that the themes are coming, Like, so you're looking for different things as you watch it, and I, I thought that was fine. I think for first-time watchers... It can be shocking mm-hmm. because it is very different. Yeah, than yeah, you can say that. But l- let's talk about this um, before we head out or whatever. Our the the fans fandom is very divided on this. Very, film. you can say divided. very divided. There are really people yep. that love it and people who hate it. Oh. But wait, 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 hold on. But what do you think about the fans? Who are actually taking this too far? Like the ones who send death threats, the ones who are like, "Let's start this oh, petition I, to to take this out of canon," stuff like that. In, like, in this, all this honesty, is the, yeah, this is the the part of fandom that I am disappointed. I about. get really disappointed with a lot of fans just because of the like you see it in everything too. Like you see like sports teams, the people will threaten to. Um, kill people and stuff or do violent things to people because they don't re-sign their favorite player or something it's like one this is you don't control this Mm -hmm. okay it's something you love like as a sports fan as well as a geek fan like i can love the blue jays i think they make a lot of horrible decisions but that that doesn't change the fact that i'm still a fan like this was not my favorite star wars movie attack of the clones was not my favorite star wars movie but that doesn't change the fact that I'm still a Star Wars fan, mm-hmm. and I still enjoy it for what it is. There was lightsaber fi- fights. There was and cool- an amazing fight, probably the best. Like <laughs> Poe Dameron X Wing. Like I think mm-hmm. Poe's kind of annoying Wait, as which a character. What do you mean the the Kylo and no. uh, Ray one? It was no. my favorite one. No, so it far. is it is third. Ooh. Although Ooh. the Empire fight, in- nothing Ooh. will ever be as good as Maul Qui Gon Obi Wan. See at the end of Phantom I, Menace. I am, I'm fine with. I don't so think it's that good. great. No. To be oh. honest, sorry, sorry, I know. Yeah, but Eric, I know you love it. Eric, it's, you're so wrong. It's such a well-done fight, <laughs> it was, but I think it's failing is that it lacks emotional weight in the series. There's also this this weird thing where... But I, I love it. I, I think dearly that's love George it. Lucas is failing. Yeah, that's... Prequels. Dude. I'm not... I, I don't disagree. <laughs> there, 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 there are weird parts of that fight that I don't like. There's, like, there's stylistic things, like, they made... They added tennis... Um, moves to lightsaber battles to lightsaber moves which i thought was weird the one you thing see. you know there is a, there's a few moments in it i don't like where you can tell obi-wan isn't swinging to kill yeah or they're kicking not at each other mm. or i'd like there's there's a part where um darth maul kicks obi-wan but you know that they're not close enough so they nudge them in a little bit closer it was it a force fake. kick <laughs> no 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 it meant i meant that like would on be screen they cool. they, they they digitally yeah, I could put see them it. closer. This like, this was weird. a good lightsaber fight. I, I think the reason it's third for me, number one would be end of Phantom. Well, what should have been the end of Phantom Menace. Number two would be Luke and Vader. Luke and Vader and, and Jedi. Um, no, Jedi was better. I think Empire was because better. it was that was like the culminational mm-hmm. of the culmination of the emotional 
God, I think that. that's my second. The I'll whiskey put is totally. I'll put episode and and Kylo, Kylo Ray versus the Praetorians. Like the Kylo and Ray versus the Praetorians, there's not that much emotional investment I, I don't in know. it. I think the emotional investment there. I think the emotional there. investment kind of ended for me after they killed Snoke. Because frankly, the red dudes are just lackeys. They haven't done anything. I think, in the whole I think movie. it's more that they came together. Like there's that there's that oh. there's that hope. Yeah, there's that hope that they were that. Those those people together, like they, they were that hope that the universe then, needed, blam. and then boom, and then they broke a lightsaber. But it was which, good. It was good. You know, wouldn't have caused that explosion because it wasn't on, so the power wasn't, and they didn't break it where the power core yeah. was. Anyway, Matrix important. Yeah. <laughs> stuff aside, I think I preferred the Luke Kylo fight. Luke Kylo fight. Yeah, it wasn't. Really, it wasn't really a fight. It wasn't though. really. Yeah, he no, no. I, all he did was dodge. Yeah. Yep. I thought that was cool. It I was fantastic. It was too it was... matrixy. He knew kung fu. Yeah, yeah but he but... couldn't. He couldn't use it because he was a projection, right? Exactly. Mm-hmm. And I think it pays if off. If he could really project well. better, he could have used it. Hmm. Yeah. But anyway, he didn't. Let's, let's no. go back to this whole fandom being a. It's it. It's creepy. Did we to talk be honest, Spears. Speaker, I don't know. Or you just keep on going. I, I gotta yeah. keep going. No, it's it's really creepy. To be honest, go ahead. Fandom, but it's yeah. creep. Like yeah. is when they get to that, point. I think we can agree with that. Like the toxic fandom is will it drives people away from franchise? Yeah, yeah like, especially if you see, like the Marvel versus DC fans. Like, why? Why is that a thing? When I, I was understand, a, like when I was a kid, it was deeply virulent. Like the Marvel versus DC thing. It seems but more now. you would still go to the comic shop and you would still look each other in the eye. Mm-hmm. And in the at the end of the day, unless you were willing to punch someone because they happened to like Batman instead of Spider Man, you were basically on the same side mm. every Wednesday when you showed up to buy your comics because you were against everyone because you're a comic book fan. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, it would. And I feel like that's kind of lost in the toxic fandom of today. <laughs> you know, I don't. There's not a lot that I'll give Zack Snyder props for, but him saying that when he and I think it was um, James Gunn from Guardians, Mm -hmm. when they both on Twitter in the same week were like, look, you can like or dislike the other's movies, but you don't got to be jerks to each other. Like, we're all on Mm -hmm. the same side as comics fans. Yeah. I respect that a lot. Oh, yeah. And I agree 100%. It's the idea that you can pick. a publisher, which is really what Marvel and DC are, and say everything this publisher does is good, mm-hmm. and everything this publisher does is bad or abjectly stupid. Like, I think Batman has probably the most interesting villains of any comic book ever written. All the, I mean, they're all kind of quirky and silly in their own way, yeah. but they're some of the most interesting villains of any comic book. That being said, I tend to like X-Men books and Avenger books a lot more than I like Batman. That's fair. But Batman is still good. You're wrong. No, there's, there's, <laughs> there's DC stuff I can't stand. There's DC stuff I love. There's uh, My big comic book when I was younger was Spawn, and there's a whole lot of image stuff that is almost unreadable like spawn <laughs> like later spawn is re- after issue like 28 29 is yeah. pretty much unreadable mm-hmm. but so and, pretty and to it look can at change. like there's terrible spider-man books and there's amazing spider-man books and there's, ah you made a pun and this i'm so accident. proud of you and then <laughs> the last spider-man movie didn't suck you should watch it sometime <laughs> more rum <laughs> it didn't but you know suck. like that's right. the thing i don't get about fandom is like yeah. Well, there's going to be bad part. Like, 
you and me mm-hmm. both like deep dived into the Star Wars extended universe and Spears to a degree. Some of it's really amazing. Some of it, some well, of, a lot of it. Is some horrible. of it was pretty terrible. Some, some of it was written of, by Kevin J. Anderson. Well, those books were awful. Oh my god! But then the Zon books were unbelievable. And then there's comic book characters that are good and comic book characters like that, that are bad. Rabbit from the Marvel the <laughs> Star Wars. What was his Man, name? When Marvel got the rights Not back. Not Usagi Yojimbo? <laughs> no, no, no. He was in the Ninja Turtles for some When yeah. the Star Wars comics rights reverted to Marvel, one of the um, variant covers for oh, Star yeah. Wars issue one was it's that amazing. rabbit pushing against one side of the door and all the other Star Wars characters pushing so against fun. the other. I wish I found that. I That's amazing. Oh, it was beautiful. People bought that off just be like... It's gorgeous. But, like, Absolutely gorgeous. This whole idea of the fandom these days being so virulently and it's like people are almost more anti something than they are pro something. Mm -hmm. And I think anytime you're setting up your belief structure or the way you think because of a negative emotion towards something that that it's going to be inherently flawed and it's going to take you down a lot of scary, dark paths that you don't really need to walk. Mm -hmm. Man, so like well, if you're if you're into Star Wars because like c- cool space fights, you know lightsabers, swords, all of yeah. those things, laser swords, whatever you want, then be into Star Wars. Yeah, you're gonna find Star Wars things you like and you don't like. Look at all of us. We all play Battlefront and we all <laughs> we all see how deeply flawed a game it really is, and, and you still, still play it. it. Yeah, for some reason. And but like, there's parts of any video game franchise or movie franchise or comic franchise that you're going to mm. find problems with. And if you can't get over that, you probably need to reevaluate yourself more than you do whatever you're a fan of. Well, since Geeks with Kids is a parenting podcast, what do you think we can do as parents who are raising little geeks? Like my my daughter is already a Star Wars fan, which I think is adorable. But, um, you know, how do, we, how do we instill these ideas? Like, I know we're... We're not that type of fan. At least I don't think you guys are. Like I don't no. get angry at people for liking something. I don't know. Me and Spearglass, you can ask me and Spears about our ongoing Spider-Man feud <laughs> for years and years and Should years. Should we have a I, debate about Star Trek? <laughs> we we can't. Star Trek, I used to joking. enjoy Star Trek, and I, I got less interested as time went on. Hmm. Have you Fair. seen Discovery? No, I haven't seen Discovery. Discovery. You might like it. it. It's good. It's a Star Wars. I, I don't Star have Trek. a lot of time for television. Watch and Runaways frankly, instead. I would rather watch Runaways. Runaways. Uh, yeah, um, I got to put Runaways. But I love Discovery. But I think Runaways uh, is a better show. Mm-hmm. One of the best people on earth. Shout out to Mike Taylor. Lent mm-hmm. me all of Dollhouse because I've been never able to fi- uh, find it on Netflix. Oh, so because yeah. it's gone from Netflix now. So he lent me Dollhouse so I can finally watch that. Um, so I, I used to have a giant Eliza Dushku thing. It kind of faded a bit. The series was made for you. It's, it's a long story. Oh, okay. But, um, yeah, so I've got to check out A Dollhouse. long story? Bring it on. No, that's not going to happen. Uh, Let's do a Dollhouse uh, episode. The Dollhouse episode. Joss Whedon episode. This is, oh, we should. Why not? Do you really want me to talk about Buffy? We could talk about it in, in general terms because we'd have to talk about Buffy. For I can't talk about Buffy in general it. terms. Okay. I loathe that TV show. Oh, that's even better. Okay. Well, anyway, we'll, <laughs> maybe we'll, we'll talk about it. Yeah, anyway, but yeah, no. But I can't think... you support fans who like Buffy because we're all fans of the same yeah, genre? Yeah, I could. I could emotionally bring it fair back, play, experience. bring it back, <laughs> stretching face. <laughs> I think the trick to to bring it back to the kids part. Yeah. I think the trick is trying to get kids to focus on something positive, and. 
I had a period in my life, which happened after I met my now wife, where I realized that I had been focusing on negatives a lot. Mm -hmm. And I think you have to get the kids to focus on those positives. Why do you like something as opposed to why do you dislike something? Because the things you dislike, you can ignore them. That's one of the great things in life. What's the point in having these negative things? Exactly. Why, Why sit there and get so stewed up about something like... Stew. Stew or the last, <laughs> the last Jedi or, you know, why this issue of Spider-Man sucked or why, you know, this TV show is not for you, whatever. Like if you don't like something, you don't have to watch it. Mm-hmm. You don't have to deal with it. So just don't. Yeah. I, I don't get all these people on Reddit or wherever that they're setting up petitions to have the last Jedi removed from canon. Because <laughs> frankly, if any of you are out there, it's not going to work. Nope. Sorry, it's not going to get anywhere. And all you're doing is I can't believe working they yourself that that up was a possibility. Well, here's <sighs> the thing: if Last Jedi had made Zero very dollars. little money. Then it would have removed itself from yeah. canon real quickly. <laughs> yeah, but y'all voted with your wallets, and it's on track to be what, like the number one <gasps> grossing movie of the year? It's already number two. It is number one and some of these year. people who were like lambasting it and telling people who have seen it like five or six times, yep. I'm like, if you keep going back to the theater to watch this to yammer on about how terrible it is. They're going to keep making more movies Didn't like Didn't we have it. a talk about voting with your wallet for the Battlefront episode? Yeah. Vote with your yeah. wallet. Vote with your wallet. Money speaks volumes to people. Yeah. It, Battlefront has gotten no more money out of me you know, since the original purchase. Well, you can't. This, no, is, this, is, slightly t- this is slightly <laughs> tangential, but... What? I, On this podcast? hi <laughs> That would never happen. <laughs> but with, with Battlefront, like... I bought the like the hundred dollar um, like day one version of the game. The one I told you to buy. I'm yes, sorry. you did. <laughs> um, I did that. I did. I played a little bit of arcade. I played through the campaign, and I've dorked around on multiplayer for a little while. From doing that, I had enough credits to unlock every hero in the game. What? Not? No. Yeah. Oh, except for Chewie. I had to work a little bit more. You've unlocked every hero. In yeah, the game? I've not. Yep, I, I haven't unlocked any hero. Because this man hasn't played The Witcher three yet. <laughs> I didn't spend any. I haven't spent anything. I haven't spent a single credit on crates yet. Oh, okay. But and I hoarded. So your so your star cards are horrible. Is what yes, you're yes. That's fair. But if you do nothing but play, like if you buy the game and do nothing but arcade and campaign, you'll have enough credits to unlock all of the heroes that you'd want to play. They're not going to be tricked out, and you're going to get. Cut in half every time you do multiplayer for a long time. Ever. But if you want to run around as Darth Maul, you can do it. You know what's amazing about well, you this can do game? that. You can use them in the heroes versus That's in the, the arcade like, mode without. I but, 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 you know but, but, if you're, I get that it's a huge financial investment if you want to be like a top a top five player. If you want to be in the top five in, in every in, in every single match you play, yeah, that's going to take a lot of money to get but the star cards. But it shouldn't cards. have to. But if you want to... You should have been in the Battlefront episode. Yeah, I'm, I'm sorry. <laughs> no, it's going to be I'm a just time saying, sink, like, though. No matter what, it's going to be a time yeah. sink. If, you, if you're really that but focused But what else were you going to do? You bought the game to play it. But, but, but like, like, the idea of leveling up and not getting anything for it makes no sense. Yeah, I, I get it, but... It is kind of counterintuitive. The the time that I've invested in the game has paid off for me. Because, like... (laughs) Whereas the time I've invested in the game has not, which is why I'm playing The Witcher again. (laughs) (laughs) 
<laughs> I had completely forgotten about Battlefront until yesterday. I'm like, hey, crap! I should see if the Starfighter I don't thing know. works. And I it found did. that my my characters or not yesterday, are day before yeah, yesterday. Yeah. My ki- my classes are improving slowly, incrementally. The more I th- the more that I play, I haven't even I'm figured figuring out how to use the cards right yet. Don't worry, it's okay. I'm starting to. There's been some trial. I don't error. think it's gonna matter. Like. <laughs> I dumped a bunch of uh, crafting parts into the ho- like like the homing rocket with um, for the officer. Useless, completely useless. Yes, it is steep learning curve. But this totally sounds like the way you play Dungeons and Dragons and Skyrim <laughs> and everything else. But that doesn't hey, matter. Man, I'm, not, we you know what? Spears, I'm having fun. No, you know what? I'm enjoying as it. much as I will tease Spears mercilessly about some Skyrim? of like. Well, not Skyrim. I tease him about D and D characters and stuff as well because he always like he's like I have this great character concept, and you're like, dude, it's gonna get you killed for like every time we play, you are gonna be the first to die. And he's like, I don't care. I want to play the character, and he does, and he loves playing the character. And you know what? More power to you. I wish more people could be like that when it comes to video games and so forth. Mm. Bit frustrating when you're trying to write a campaign. Your characters <laughs> keep dying all the time. But that's beside the point. Yeah. But it's just that's a flesh that's wound. That's, that's what we should really be conveying to the kids. Have fun. It's about fun. It's not about being butthurt about everything or mm-hmm. losing your mind or complaining about snowflakes. Liking or, something isn't a contest. No, it's not. You know, liking it's Star not? Wars doesn't mean no, it's Star not. Wars like has to be to better me. than it. I like more things than you. <laughs> Look at all my walls. <laughs> no, I think that's an addiction, Eric, not a contest. Uh, uh. I, I'd love to see the argument as you look around. <laughs> I, I My God, that God, wall no, is glorious. <laughs> it is glorious. We are yeah. staring at Eric's wall. Yoda's swag. trying to use the force on us. They're all actually so working. trying to use the so, force. So, so Sebulba. <laughs> <laughs> You're hardcore. Anybody Sebulba who has the, is Snoke. Anybody who has the Sebulba bust, that's a pretty hardcore. I tried to get all of them as a kid. Yeah. That's a lot of uh, pizza hiding. As a kid? How old were you when episode one came out? 18. <laughs> That's, I was that's not a kid. That's a, I, that's an adult. I would, could you I'm, vote? I wasn't at that time. I, I would I, I would <laughs> place the argument that though we are the geeks with kids, we are still kid like in a lot of ways. Yeah. Yes. I think that's all of part us, of being a geek though. Well, like and, not being ashamed of liking things. That's a childlike quality, but it's a good quality. And that's the thing. I went in and I watched the Last Jedi, and I had had parts of it spoiled to me. Thank you, people. <laughs> at the grocery store. At the grocery store. Now. I still managed to go in and enjoy the film and enjoy the lightsaber fights and enjoy Chewbacca and all of those things. I still managed to go in because I managed to separate myself from what are the things that are going to annoy me about the Star Wars continuity Uh with this. I managed to go and see cool giant spaceships. I managed to go and see cool lightsabers and, you know, all of those things. Amazing scene. Like the film looked amazing. Oh, yeah. Dude, have we even talked about like when when Holdo pulls the trigger on that on that light speed maneuver, that moment of silence of visually? So cool. Oh cool! Oh my, my jaw like, dropped in the theater. The, the best part was the first time I saw it, everyone was silent, and the second time I saw it, a guy was coughing right before it happened and coughed right through most the, of the silent part. Yeah, but like 
Suddenly, I agree with <laughs> capital punishment. <laughs> Execution only beautiful. for people who cough in but silent parts. Special hell, man. But special I love hell. A background image of that ship just breaking. You'll, you'll get it when oh the Blu-ray comes God, out. God, it was beautiful. But I will buy anyway, that Blu-ray. I've been trying to stop this episode for about thirty minutes. What? How, <laughs> how long are we running now? One forty. One forty. Eighteen more minutes. We yeah, can do it. No, you say two hours. People won't. No, we shouldn't do. Two hour episode. <laughs> we should only do an hour. <laughs> Sailor Jerry says yes. <laughs> but let's like let, let's throw it out to our listeners who might have kids or or just geeks in general. Like, what do you, what do you think you should bring to the fandom? Like, like, like you know, I think it's got to be positivity. It's got to be think, positivity. Like, I think most of our listeners. I don't know. Or what do you what do you think of this whole idea of fandom that gets so riled up like i understand the passion behind it but there has to be a point right there it does it's got to be constructive as well it's got right to be word. constructive maybe we should do a fandom episode yeah maybe 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 maybe, maybe if you guys we can fandom menace. we can we, <laughs> <laughs> yeah there we go there's the episode though we can take a bunch of these fandom issues perhaps and talk about them like stuff like going back to gamergate or some Ooh. of the issues people have had with female comic book writers <laughs> ah. which i still don't get We'll, Why would we'll, you? We'll we'll bring it up in that episode. Yeah. Why don't you send us That's your a good ideas? Throw. Yeah, at uh, podcast at geekswithkids.ca or go to our Facebook page at facebook.com slash geekswithkidspodcast, or you can contact us on Twitter at geekswithkidscn. Yeah, you you tried to go more, and I wanted to do that outro. <laughs> you have ideas. No, no but let's throw these I'm, ideas to each other out when we're not I'm, on. I'm kind of thinking about that. I'm never going to be able to remember all those. Like, but that's okay because we stuff. have them on on a perfect on, on audio, and we can still do this awesome. outro. Here, here. rum yeah, will help you remember. Oh. Rum will help you remember. But well, if that that's, I think that might be the theme for this episode. Rum will help you remember. And for last with thoughts, kids, you should check it out before you complain about it too. That's true. That's mm. goes for Last Jedi and everything. Yeah, agreed. Definitely. Send us a message. Let us know what you think. Let us know what you want us to talk about. Yeah, try out that rum. I am Eric from <laughs> Greeks with Kids, and Sailor <laughs> Jerry wants to sponsor a podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Thank it's you. Probably Mark. not this one. <laughs> Thank you, Mark. Thank you, Spears. Say goodbye. Hey, see you later, folks. Thanks for listening. Thanks for listening. Goodbye. <laughs>